Welcome to the Back Pain Movement Podcast, where we think about what else can help your back pain. Learning about the design and mechanics of the human structure, to consciously work with your own body, building a library of habits and tips that you can use every day around sitting, standing and walking, to move with ease and rest in comfort. A lot of people would say that they spend too much time sitting at a desk and many of us suffer back pain as a result. If it's not the cause of it, it can often exasperate it. But for most of us, doing away with chairs and tables isn't a practical solution. Here are a few tips that can help you to naturally improve your posture while sitting on any chair, and especially when working at a desk. In this episode, I'll talk about the different types of chairs, how what you're doing with your feet can actually affect your neck, and leaning forwards or backwards, I'll also talk about the role that your face and your eyes can play in your overall posture and what to do about your arms dragging you forwards. There's so many different types of chairs. Ergonomic chairs, comfortable chairs, hard chairs, soft chairs. I used to have an ergonomic seat pad that I would take everywhere with me. I'd put it on a plane seat or on a sofa. It was firm and shaped to keep me in position. I could collapse into it and it held me in a way that didn't seem to put too much pressure on any one part of my spine. This is so essential in sitting. This is what I want to share with you. And hopefully, like me, eventually you won't need to rely completely on the chair back for support. As you find a way that your body can support itself easier without focusing most of the strain in just a few areas. So how can your feet affect your neck? The first thing that your feet affects is your stability. So presuming that you're sitting on a chair, let the bottom of your feet spread onto the floor and the top of your feet be long and wide. That point of contact is going to affect your overall stability on your chair. Secondly, as you notice the floor underneath your feet, you'll have a reference to the full height of you, to the top of your head. And everything in between that is you, coordinating together to achieve whatever it is that you're doing right now. Thirdly, that point of contact can also be a reference to the space that you have all around you. In front of you, behind you, to the sides of you and above you. Just perceiving that space around you can really help in any kind of over-contraction. So should you be leaning forwards or leaning back? What's best for your back? If you're on a firm seat with your feet on the floor, 
you might be able to feel your sitting bones underneath you. Otherwise, just sit on the palms of your hands and you'll be able to feel two rocker-like bones. Next, find that crease where your legs meet your body. When you hinge at that joint, you should be able to rock back and forth on your sitting bones, leaving your legs where they are, and using the stability of your feet on the floor. Try rocking back and forth, and then come to a rest, wherever it feels comfortable. Now you can think of your sitting bones moving away from your knees to let your lower back release and flatten slightly. And open up that space at the crease of your legs. It might feel now as if you have an overly flattened back. Isn't there meant to be a natural curve in your spine? What we don't want here is too much tension in your lower back. So if you feel that at this point your lower back is too flat, it may in fact be to do with a collapse at the top half of your torso. Now as soon as I say this, there's a danger of sitting up straight and bringing tension around your ribs in an unsustainable way but the ability for your breath to move in and out add to the support and the sturdiness of your upper torso. So wherever you are in your breath now, just blow out gently, just enough to keep a small feather in the air. When you get to the end of your breath, close your mouth and wait air will automatically come back in again. And again, gently, steadily blow a feather, just enough to keep it in the air. And allow your whole torso to respond. As you do, feel that support that your breath is creating in your upper torso. I go into more detail on breath in episode 4 of the podcast. So instead of tensing the muscles of your chest to bring your upper torso into balance, let's use your eyes. So wherever you're looking right now, find an object and notice the colour of it, the shape of it, and its distance from you. While you're still looking at that object, in the area around it, find another object that takes your interest. Move your focus towards it. Find out its color, its shape, the distance back to the original object, and the distance back to you. Now with that quality of vision, slowly track your eyes upwards, taking in the colours and textures along the way, until you're looking at the ceiling.
Now you can do the same in reverse, all the time moving the top of your head towards the ceiling, using your sitting bones as a reference, until your eyes are looking towards where the horizon would be. If you're sitting at a desk, you might now be able to see whatever you're working on. You might have already started reaching out towards it with your chin, bringing tension into the back of your neck. You see by allowing the light to come into your eyes. There's nothing for your eyes to do to capture it. The seeing is all happening when that information gets to the part of your brain right at the back of your head. Using the floor and your chair as a reference. Notice that there's a distance between you and whatever you're looking at. What is that distance? Let the top of your head be at the top of you and remember that you have space all around you and above you. Your arms and your hands can easily be a burden on your back and in episode 2 we went into that in more depth. In terms of engaging with a computer or a pencil at your desk, think about allowing some space between your shoulder blades, the two large wing-like bones at the back of you. Bring your elbows in towards you as far as you can and as you do feel your shoulder blades moving towards each other. Now stretch them forwards and feel your shoulder blades moving apart. Now find a sensible distance between yourself and your notebook that gives you enough space between yourself and your elbows. You might need to move your keyboard or whatever you're working on or move your chair backwards. We all have a tendency to physically get drawn into our work but see if you can let your face and your arms get used to allowing some space at the front of you. With your feet on the floor and your sitting bones on the chair, your breath moving in and out, your eyes gently seeing, space in front of you, and space above and behind you, and the top of your head at the top of you. Notice the space that your left shoulder has, all the way to the left wall. And notice the space that your right shoulder has, all the way to the right wall. Thank you for listening to the Back Pain Movement podcast. Please subscribe. I make other episodes like this one. And share this episode today with someone you know 
who's living with back pain. Don't forget to find out more about the new course, starting on October 24th, by visiting thebackpainmovement.com. I'll see you there.